0: listen to the black guy who tips
1: podcast because rod and karen
0: are hot time is slipping slowly but surely niggas used to hang with wants to act like they don't know me come and listen to my story i got a lot of shit up on my mind i wipe that boo boo from my brain then i finish up my rhyme take a number i caught you in the slumber i hate you for a lick in the slumber for the summer but now it's the fall and i'm having a ball making my nickel sack crawls <clears throat> to my niggas getting sir getting to my niggas got the serving when they beepin, when they call i got that peter paul and plus that mary jane i'm rollin' reefer out the regal how could i refrain from being rough from being tough from being dangerous i'm hanging with the pa nigga ain't no changing this see you can try if you try and if you don't you don't and if you want to battle it's either that you will or you won't you see that rap shit is really just like smelling, selling smoke if you going if you got some fly shit you niggas gonna always talk dope Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. We're live on a Saturday morning, yes, afternoonish yes, kind of Saturday at noon, right at noon. uh Ready to do some podcasting? Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Search the Black Guy with Tips. Leave us five star reviews, which plenty of you did this week. Yay! We are so proud of all of you. Yay! We thank y'all for putting five on it. You put five on it. Ow uh and we appreciate that so lots of five star reviews to read which is my fave Mm -hmm. um we also got lots of donations this week you guys can donate by going to the com. look on the right hand side of the page and right there is like boom y'all the donate one time donate recurring donate any amount you want there's no requirements um and we like to shout those people out for donating. You can also leave us comments on the blackouthootips.com on each episode. You can vote in the polls. You can leave comments on your votes in the polls. You can email us the blackout tips at gmail.com. You can even leave us a voicemail as long as it's two minutes or less at 704-557-0186. That's how real it is. That's how accessible we are to you, Negroes. Okay. Let's get into the people that gave us money.
1: I dedicate this song to recession,
0: depression, and unemployment. This song for you. Today's a new day, new day, new fête. Shout out to the uh, West Coast, hella. Shout out to the West Coast, I guess. Waste bees by Suru. Thank you for the recurring donation. We appreciate you. We do. Jasmine A., we appreciate your jazz. Eric M., attitude check. Bronco Pride. Come on. You know it. Uh Michael Irvin, thank you very much. The plate maker. We got a one-time donation from my homie, JL Colvin What? What is going on with that guy? Are you sure? Donating to the Black Panthers podcast. I mean, I mean, what's happening? I mean, I don't know what's wrong with that guy. Right? Um, Deborah O, thank you for the current donation. Jonathan W, thank you. And don't forget, JL Covan's podcast, making, uh, making podcasts great again. Oh, it's still going strong. Uh, Listen to it every week. Was listening this morning and he started off, uh, singing Celebrate because <laughs> you know, because of that 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 trump the Mueller report
1: yes
0: uh, y'all should be JL listening jl is the fucking best it's the best trumpet fashion going uh our girl shanna with the recurring donation thank you shanna thank you baby janine r thank you so much mary h thank you we appreciate you rachel h no relation but thank you as well Omar a appreciate you Stephen h rounding out our h's Corey b thank you Corey. Jonathan H, not to be underrated for the H's. Mm-mm. The H's are really strong this week. Come on. Jeff M, thank you Jeff. Andy S, thank you. Mr. Span of the Span Report Podcast. Mm-hmm. J Full, thank you Jay. Uh, Quan- I think this is Quanita, thank you very much. Nicole, thank you. Early Days of Photography, appreciate you. Marvin B, yes. Marvin B. Uh, Golda S, thank you very much. Michael W, appreciate you. culture H, thank you. Candice H, man, this, like H has had a big week, okay? Come on! I don't know if there's an H like Family Reunion. Uh, Justin J, thank you Justin. Solana S, appreciate you. Nerds in Luxury, those luxurious ass nerds, thank you. Asia D, Creshel M, Yvonne M, Adam S, Tom W, we appreciate all of y'all equally. Annie P, we appreciate you, Annie. I hope you are okay. And that is everybody. Thank you so much, everyone. For me, smile. Can not you just smile, smile. for me? <laughs> and, and the people say, Oh oh oh. You look so much better when you oh oh oh.
1: Oh
0: oh oh you look so much better when you Oh 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 you look so much better when you
1: Oh 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 you wait, you look so much better when you and why you praying and you look so much better when you oh-oh. Look in the
0: mirror and you look so much better when you <laughs> oh, 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 always remember and you look so much better like you when you smile All right all right let's talk about these 5 star reviews that just Closed as I was singing. Of course. <laughs> I'll try to open iTunes back up and see what that does in the back. But uh while I'm doing that, I can't read the Stitcher five star reviews. We got three of them. Yay! Right? Stitcher, normally they be slacking, but y'all was on it. Cue the intro. Five star says, Thank God we made it. Yo, it's been three years since I started listening to y'all, so needless to say, this has been a long time coming. I have searched high and low for a way to leave a review on stitch and finally by the grace of god we made it first i would like to thank you two for keeping things all the way real second i would like to say that rod and karen make these shows sound so interesting and all the shows they review makes me want to go back and watch them but i have tried and sadly i cannot thirdly without taking up too much of your time just want to say to the people come get you some of this goodness this will not be my only five-star review on to the next platform thank you cue the intro
1: thank you and
0: yeah i mean hopefully we do i mean listen i like to think that the way we review shows brings something to the uh show that you know you can't get anywhere else and right you know that's the that's the point i don't want to just do a recap where i'm just saying and then this happened and did that happen and they remember when this happened nah let's like make it funny let's add some spice
1: yeah and it's also you know it's a lot of people who don't watch the shows at all so our recaps are story time and for some people they was like i was watching the show i stopped watching the show but y'all make it fun so i'll just listen to y'all we're just glad you're here
0: yeah now i do happen to think the shows uh are interesting so i wouldn't watch them if i didn't like them but correct yeah, I don't mind people thinking our recaps are more interesting than the show. That's 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 perfect. It's I don't insane. care. Uh, Wesley NJ says five stars. Laugh out loud, funny, it makes you think. I wanted to say I love the podcast and it's brightness, brightness, of my night and leaves my leaves me in tears with laughter or shaking my head at the puns or saddened by the injustice of the world. Keep being your amazing selves. And I send hugs and love. Heart emoji. Thank you, Wesley. NJ. Mm-hmm. Simone Sim Simma, who got the keys to my bimbo Says, Do yourself a favor, five stars. Rider can are hilarious, insightful, and so hardworking. Subscribe to this show and you can receive as many as five episodes a week for free free 99 you can listen live and play along with the games or listen via your fave podcast app and crack up anytime be sure to pay attention if you listen while driving because i have teared up laughing they also have a subscription service with even more entertaining content i've been listening for years itunes review was done years ago but i never submit a review on stitcher because i don't typically use this app but i want everyone to know how, I lo- how much i love this show and if you want a good time go ahead and subscribe i did and and I have, I, and I've had my been, and I've been living my best white woman of color life ever since. LOL. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate the people that take the time out to make that extra profile on Stitcher. Cause you know what I mean? Like, uh, a lot, and, and finding us on Google by putting the blackouttips.com, mm, I mean, blackouttips yeah. Stitcher in there to come to our page so you can leave that review. I know it's extra effort, but yeah. it, re- it really is appreciated. It really is. So, um, alright, and I got iTunes back open, um, uh, but let me also check, uh, the sport reviews on, um, uh, on, uh, Stitcher real quick, is just in case we got some of those. Um, alright, so iTunes, we got quite a bit of, uh, uh reviews on here. Um, duh, 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 duh. wait, why where did all the reviews go? There was a lot of them earlier okay here we go all right um the first one is actually from jl comedy who could that be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you let me know uh jlcomedy.com and you guys can find out uh the dark Knight of podcast five stars what <laughs> i have a after all that praise right you trying to say we only the second best of all time of podcasts? i don't know about that who, Adam Carolla? the Black Panther podcast? Disagree. <laughs> uh, I have a confession to make. As a regular guest, I was only a sporadic listener for years. I listened with friends or guests or if other shows in my rotation were on a break because I already had multiple multi hour daily podcasts that I've been listening to for years. This is where you can post a picture of OJ being welcomed back of black church during, <laughs> during his legal troubles. <laughs> he, you oh, came home. Oh, you got the koofy. Is JL in some trouble? But once I ditched Corolla due to increasingly alt-white aggression and was disrespected by the Levitar regime in Miami, I had much more space (laughs) freed up for a new lead podcast like a rom-com where the one I needed was there all along. (laughs) Uh, I've been a devoted listener to the blackout since. You know, we have secretly been, like, looking at JL and crushing on him all this time and waiting for him to just come to his senses. (laughs) you know watching him walk through the hallway in slow motion i know but with the music playing in the background she goes. i know we like <laughs> but we we the one right we've been waiting and i guess we had to get we had to get our glasses broken and get contacts and let our hair down <laughs> from the bun that we was in <laughs> put our makeup on. Put on our makeup and put on a prom dress and now this nigga want to come down the house oh i see you are a top notch operation and show very funny thoughtful and chemistry between the two of you as well as with guests and needless to say you had the best fan base in all the podcasting you've been tremendous supporters of mine and i wish i had made this show my number one podcast priority years ago but it is now so uh it is now so better better late than never Oh, uh, thank you mm-hmm. all of the podcasts might as well be in wakanda or dc universe because they just aren't as good as this nolan ledger s house. <laughs> My favorite thing about this, though, is that, um, the, all we had to do was just wait for the white people to fuck up. It was easy. Oh, because they were going to fuck up. Yeah, they're going to fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so easy. Like, uh, you know, Corolla just kept going writer and writer to it's just like, you can't you, it's you, not you even could funny. You see it. Right. Because it was a time where I felt like he was, Corolla's show was more like, it was still funny even if you disagree like you could tell he leaned republican and libertarian which is basically just republicans that smoke weed you you could tell that that was his leaning but it didn't really seem to get in the way of like the comedy no but now it just it got too much man you know i hate i hate that happened but you know like i'm glad uh i'll take the listeners i don't care like we still having fun over here and you know I, I i don't think we let it get to the point where it's like we can't laugh or we won't have certain like we won't have a guest on because we're gonna like rough shot run rough shot over them or make them scared to fucking tell me like mm-hmm. i disagree or it is crazy man that all right shit man it's it's sad because so many of the podcasters white male podcasters that present themselves as like in the middle i think through the internet and uh social media unfortunately all of them have and they're getting older and they're socializing they're getting older they're just getting more and more conservative and they'll they'll never pick up on it themselves but it's like dude i'm not crazy you weren't talking like this eight years ago
1: or ten years ago right when
0: when i first started listening to podcasts this is not you you became this as more and more people started surrounding you and being like yeah man these fucking like black people taking jobs and mexicans gonna do this and uh it's just the hard work and bootstraps it's not the fact that you were best friends with jimmy Kimmel in high school you know it's like all these other things that you know white privilege doesn't exist and and then you're like damn man i think i've been listening to a dude that's just slowly turned super racist because i used to really enjoy his show a lot me too man and i don't even think uh my man david allen greer goes on there no more and that's like a, that was a big like thing for me when i noticed he stopped going i was like shit mm-hmm. anyway thank you jl for uh fucking with us finally um we appreciate it mm-hmm. okay we were always here yeah well and then when we turn on you it's gonna be time to get three guys on the chain. <laughs> all right great listening five stars by ba who says new to the podcast but i love how relatable you guys are thank you thank you we try to be we try to be new favorite daily pie guys podcast by at negus.nick who says jumped onto this podcast after i heard them on the for all nerds show and i enjoy it daily oh, shout out to them i still don't know what the unofficial sport bullet ball or bullet ball extreme <laughs> is <laughs> but i'm with it lol well, you will be in for a treat when we do another one of those episodes. Yeah, we, we, we'll do be doing a recap. If you, uh, now here's the thing. Uh, our regular episodes are all on our website except for normally like the last 10 to 20. Mm-hmm. You can go to com and search bullet ball and you'll see there are some episodes where we discussed and recap exactly what bullet ball is. Mm-hmm. Playing the clip and going through the whole story again. We do it about once every couple of years. We so. do um if you want to if you're really curious you can go find out at the blackouttips.com uh my favorite podcast by go simone who says used to be a long time npr listener but i wasn't really feeling the analysis of current events this podcast gives me the exactly the type of nuanced discussion i'm looking for thank you no problem thank you you know what i was thinking man i'll listen to this podcast shrink tank podcast um and all three of the hosts they were going to talk about the liberal bias of the media and it was like you know everybody got asked had to put on like on what where would you grade yourself um from like one to five from like i guess liberal like liberal to like republican conservative on the one and liberal on five and everybody was like three you know three 3.5 right and that's the thing everybody for the most part thinks they're in the middle everybody
1: they think everyone
0: thinks they're moderate because we've been told that being a moderate is the closest thing to being right like the right is always in the middle if someone if there's two extremes or there's two truths or two stories you pick the one in the middle that means you're the closest to being right like having the least amount of emotional investment is right having the least amount of um uh like uh, that that's the most logic is in the middle right is all uh, like if i come to you and i say hey she stole my baby and i and the other woman says that's no that's my baby you're supposed to go i cut the baby down the middle and then the real the real mother will will say don't cut my baby and that's how we know who the real baby who's who's the real mother child right like it's always this judicious middle of the road thing and everyone thinks they're it I guarantee you if you talk to people on Fox News, people that only watch Fox News will tell you I am uh in the middle. Like I'm not yeah, I'm I mean, I'm I'm in the middle. There's, I'm just open-minded I'm and that's why like I watch it. Fox News. If you ask people for MSNBC, right. most of them will tell you they're in the middle. It's the default. We don't even think about it. I am not in the middle. Mm. I like I am firmly on the left i might not be the most extreme like version of what's on the left correct but that doesn't put me in the middle everybody with a fucking conscience needs to be to the left of everything going on in this country that's that's just the truth i'm not saying you gotta be an extremist i ain't saying you gotta get out there with a picket sign or fucking like peer i don't know smear period blood on your forehead i don't know what the fuck people are doing that's crazy like i'm not saying you gotta like walk around like like you know like i'm a communist socialist such as but you should be morally to the left in this country because the center of this country is essentially the people who are cool with trump or elected trump or stand for a lot of the platforms that um trump is promoting even though they aren't his platforms and it's not just trump that's doing it it's if it wasn't trump it'd be another republican it'd be mike pence it'd be another republican doing the same things so the the point i'm trying to make is we are a show that is firmly not in the middle and i find no like uh i don't feel any bad i don't feel bad about that at all right people need to get off their ass and get out of just either way is fine it's not it's not just a difference of opinion. like, you got to make a choice, and that's something that people don't want to do, so everybody goes, I'm in the middle. and I They feel, don't want to be judged. Right, and I feel like we're reasonable. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think a lot of people think being in the middle means reasonable. I feel like I'm being reasonable, but I'm also saying we can't be in the middle of marriage equality.
1: Mm-mm. We can't be
0: in the middle of trans people using the back restroom. We can't be in the middle on immigration we can't be in the middle on uh women's rights we can't be in the middle on abortion we can't be in the middle on uh race relations we can't the middle is not that it's not safe and it's not correct you coming to me when i'm saying this guy is uh is is targeting me as a black person uh and they're trying to to, to kill me and then the other guy comes and says as a white supremacist i feel like my rights are being infringed upon you should not go well let's cut this thing down the middle come to a place we can all agree there's some things are just morally right and wrong and i think the middle is a lot of cowardice for a lot of people but it makes you feel morally superior intellectually superior to say Oh no 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 I have no emotional real investment in this. I'm and just
1: that's that's not always true because a lot of the things are based off of emotions which people don't want to admit. You want to separate emotions And everything ain't always logical. And emotions ain't a bad thing. I don't know why people, we live in society where people go, well, I'm not emotion, emotional. Emotions are bad. The fuck they is. Emotions sometimes are the things that kind of push you to do the right thing because everything is logical. Sometimes the logical thing ain't the most moral thing to do. It's logical to do some shit, but it don't mean it's morally correct.
0: Yeah, so I think that's a big, a big, I don't know. It's a big thing that I think is it's a it's a common cliche but i think people should examine it that's all correct um uh so yeah thank you go simone for for the review and uh yeah that oh what made me think of that is that you brought up npr and i find sometimes even with like an npr or something because there's a lot of shame and pressure on media spaces right now like especially public media spaces to perform some type of fake ass like unbiasedness or some some sort of like fake non-committal like we're just talking the facts and a lot of that is why we did get trump because they were like it well fairness would be being tough on hillary clinton and 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 even though she is not lying like this guy even though she's not um you know insulting and all the things and she doesn't have these scandals around her fairness is we have to treat anything she does as harshly as we would treat something trump did now he thrived off the harsh treatment but still the point being you shouldn't turn on the MSNBC and they're going what about her emails in the same sentence that they're you know calling Trump presidential because he didn't curse at the last debate you know like that was not fairness but they considered it to be some sort of fairness like wow people are really being uh, mean about how Donald Trump lies all the time we'll just well what we'll do is we just won't call him a liar well that's not actually fairness that's that's actually not better your job is if someone is lying your job is not to go what does let's make our coverage feel like it's just unbiased and you know hey maybe he's lying maybe he's not not our job it is your job You, you sat down on your job all right anyway um rod and karen five stars by love it 39 loves it 39 says so thankful for this podcast i love listening to married couples podcast together fascinates me for a number of reasons but on top of that Rod and karen are incredibly smart thoughtful and funny and balance rage with humor in a way that only black folks can love and blackness j janicia oh thank you janicia um and we do be balancing that rage okay um (laughs) come on <laughs> finally put my five stars on it of uh, jessica who says the love i have for two people i've never met oh. three of three exclamation points not three of them i'm guilty i've been a listener since blacking it up hey this is Rod. Oh, you went way back hey this is rod calling days i'll admit rod brought me here but karen made me stay oh you are a daily source of news comedy community family black love all wrote in a couple of hours keep it up thank you no and the last one that guy and girl says finally getting off the shame list come
1: on we taking you off the wall Woo!
0: i remember hearing rod calling the twid with his familiar chilling chilling i had to find out who this guy was and i've been listening ever since wow last two people go way back come on humor knowledge emotional intelligence is in abundance on the show my wife and i enjoy listening to ron and karen's banter they were one of the inspirations for us starting our own podcast but this review is about them uh what's your podcast that guy and girl okay dope listen it listen because they are amazing now i can get off the shame list welcome to getting off the shame list come on we're gonna strip your name off the wall we are so power i'm so proud of y'all
1: Come on. Okay. Go ahead and wipe that name out. Wipe
0: it out. The strength of the shameless has been stripped away. Come on. <laughs> now fold your arms and judge. Yeah, by the way, we went to see my um, my brother and my, uh, my nephew and his wife and stuff yesterday, and my nephew uh, is a huge, nerdy comic book fan. He's only three. Oh, he's very nerdy. And um, let me tell you something, guys. He wanted to watch Black Panther on repeat, so got another one and
1: he likes teen titans but mm-hmm. not 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 the teen titans gold y'all he this baby was like nah i want the original Teen uh, Titans. Fo-
0: we're just focusing on black panther right now I'm, um I'm, I'm he, he wanted to watch black panther over and over he has a black panther mask so much like jl kovar's nephew he knows taste cl- and class when he sees it uh, five star my, my got, bad my bad we got one five star review for black guy to spoil movie reviews um it's from of course this is five stars i mean it's from jeff from dc it says of course this is five stars it's the blackout tips i've been listening to blackout tips for nine years and been premium for about two years so i so i long ago put five on the main show now it's time to give credit to the best in the podcast game on their movie review show this show is so good it's crisp and concise yeah i mean if you guys ever wonder like can they make short podcasts it's true we can Some of these movie reviews, it's like that's uh, twenty minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's really just that we want to make a long show. That's right. Come on, we we just some talking ass niggas. So you feel like we out here wasting your time? You're right, and there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. They go over and uh, what they like and what they didn't like about a movie and give it a rating from one to five. I'm not sure we always had the same taste in movies, but their feedback on the films lets me further enjoy movies I liked and laugh at the ones I really didn't i love yeah here's the thing man i know we don't have the same taste in movies Mm-mm. like it's impossible i want people to understand when you review 200 movies there's not one person on the planet not even my co-host not even karen that's gonna agree with me 200 fucking times on the movies Mm-mm. it's impossible yeah y'all know
1: me for people to listen this some shit i would be like i'm not watching that
0: what I try to allow for in my reviews is one, I try to be I try to be accurate to how I felt. So if I felt like a movie was if I'm going to tell around and tell you that a movie was a 3 out of 5 or a 4 out of 5, I want my review to sound like a 3 out of 5 or a 4 out of 5. I hate people that do these reviews. They give a movie a fucking 4 out of 5, but the whole movie they were complaining and bitching about like one part or something and you're like, "Then then make then tell me the good things that made you get up to four before you tell me just the one thing you didn't like you know people do it with marvel movies a lot
1: Mm -hmm. it's like ant-man
0: was an eight out of ten let me tell you what's wrong with it. it's like well hold up man like what was right about it you gave it an eight out of ten there was more things right than wrong so that's one of my big pet peeves and then the other thing is even as movie critics i i know our job is to see a lot of movies if i know i don't enjoy a genre of movie or 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 just like maybe a director or something i'm not gonna keep torturing myself to go see that shit so i can then turn around and shit on something because the people that do enjoy those things actually deserve to hear reviews from someone who would give it an actual fair chance so why would i come back to you and be like yeah guys just saw this musical and this shit fucking suck like all musicals it might be funny to some people to hear me like roast or hear us go like go in on something but to me it was a waste of my time and hours and money recording that shit and all that stuff so I, i those are the two big pet peeves i have with most movie review shows and why i don't listen to them um but if you can be funny and adorable like i said i'm still gonna listen and you don't have to like i don't have to agree with you to to enjoy your show and i hope people would give us the same courtesy um I love how they don't review movies just to shit on it. Oh, look at you. You already know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love how they don't review movies just to shit on it. I don't hate watch and I don't like to hate listen either. If you care about spoilers, don't listen to the episodes for movies, uh, you ain't seen because they tell you in the title they will be spoiling the movies. Yeah, we often spoil like a couple sentences in, so. We purposely do it so people, oh, it's spelled like this. It's in the title.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, Mm, I, um, I don't know what to tell you it's like i tell you what the gift is then you mad when you open it up and it's the gift i told you What? Right. why this doesn't make sense uh, yeah i like when people hit us up every once in a while like damn y'all really don't play i'm like yes we told you we telling you the first 60 seconds somebody died they got shot right i get mad sometimes when i forget to spoil it um yeah sometimes we forget to do it up front <laughs> thanks for the years of in- entertainment riding Karen now time to shame everyone else who has to put five stars on it too shame rings bell shame mm-hmm. rings bell shame shame yes well, uh, game of thrones coming back soon by the way mm-hmm. uh, alright so that's all of our five star reviews on that platform I'll just double check um, oh shit we got a new five star review for um, Sportman reviews on Stitcher this is the last one Cleardale dale says i love a great show with real reviews i love how you review the movies it's nice that when you enjoy a movie it's clear in your reactions i also enjoy how you focus on both positive and negatives even in things you don't particularly like very useful reviews thank you mm-hmm. that's what we do it for that's another thing people don't do man like when they don't like a a movie they just shit on the whole movie i'm like but there has to be like not has to be but sometimes there's good shit too in the things you don't like yeah it is like sometimes that's the thing you're like man if they would have done this it would have been better and that's i like this so maybe give me more of that you know as opposed to just oh, i fucking hate tomb raider why it just sucked it's trash oh and then this part was stupid and that part it's like okay but like was any of it good because you about to turn around and give the shit a three out of five so something was good you know So and and even in good movies that we like, sometimes, you know, I'll think of things that, you know, I'm like, well, maybe people won't like this or I can see how this thing wouldn't work for someone else. And it worked for me. uh,
1: Correct. Correct. Uh, Because we watched enough movies where you go, okay, I loved it and I'm going to give it, let's say, a five out of five. But I could see if this ain't your genre movie or I could see if you don't like this director. Like we try to be very considerate of
0: the audience because you're dealing with a vast audience. We got comments on the episodes on the website, guys. The first one is 1866. It's called Real Conversations. We got two comments. Brooklyn Shoe Babe says, okay, I'm about to be that actually type of nigga. Now when you and I were talk, taking the SATs, the top score was 1600 in the mid to late 1990s they revamped the SATs so the high score was 2400 however actually it is now back to 1600 uh about three to four years ago the college board revamped the SATs now known as the new SATs to the high score is 1600 again I had to go to a whole last seminar to learn about it from my library so I could explain it to teens thank Mm. you we didn't know mm mm whitley f brooks says every time i hear Eve talk about henry all i can think of is whitley gilbert's mama yelling die just die when Dwayne interrupted the wedding lol uh the poll was a simple one are you finally ready to stop hating henry yes no or i never did karen just before he died by the way uh yes i'm finally ready okay 8% of the audience agrees with you. Just 8. 50% said no, they're not ready to stop hating Henry. And 43% say they never hated him. Even in death, EVE says he can kick rocks. Oh, that's right. He can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's a good one. That child lost a job. And you are laughing. Wow. <laughs> that's a good one. Wow. You didn't have all that energy for Carl. I know that much. Um, 1867 <laughs> was the myth of happy slaves. Um, happy musical slaves, I believe. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they said they were, they were musical slaves. Musical. Okay. Um, do 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 do. go to sleep at 10 every night. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Ham bone. All right. Yeah, because you know how they, you know how they, they say something, then, then it'd be like a
1: word after that. They'd be like, do do. Like I said, mess go sleep
0: at ten every night. Ham bone,
1: <laughs> we go meet outside by the tree. Ham bone.
0: <laughs> Aussie Oi says, just on the topic of Jackson and R. Kelly, I thought Rod was spot on when he mentioned that Jackson really groomed the entire family. But that's one of the things I felt like a lot of people missed about R. Kelly. Not so much that he groomed the family, but rather the fact that he was manipulating everyone around him the same way he was manipulating these girls. Correct. One of his techniques was that uh that they pointed out was how he could constantly escalate things not just the abusive not just the abusive but also through the criminality of his actions the obvious story was of the three sons with the 16 year old only discovered that their partner was incredible incredibly young months after it continued happening so if she spoke out she would have to admit to that part she was part of it so it's either shut up or comply and comply or confess but if you notice that's exactly what he did to his manager too kelly lied and lied about him and aaliyah until she was pregnant now the manager is retroactively complicit in covering for kelly's relationship with aaliyah he can shut up and comply or confess you mix that with kelly being charming and being the employer of a lot of people i theorize his manipulations is widespread throughout his camp also one of the most profound things about it is how he lured people using his trauma to the level of self-awareness that i think it was insidious in a sense like we probably know exactly what he told lady gaga that would make her say we are very similar yeah you know one of the things i would say too that you brought up is um wow I feel like there are many people who are complicit and they got a check from him and they there was they had other incentives than just oh he got me embroiled in some stuff because you can blow the whistle on him at any time and I would like to personally feel that if I knew uh young girls were being abused by this man I would be like fuck a check I, at least I mean I've never been in a situation like that but i like to hope that I'd be like this is bigger than just my check and i don't care if we have to go to court and you go well you were the one that helped me sign these papers yeah yeah i don't care then i guess i'll get in trouble for that but you you need to get in off the streets um you know it's like catching an accessory to murder charge but you're right that he did lie and escalate things so that by the time you fully discovered it or maybe the, by the time you fully believed what you may have thought was going on was going on maybe it was kind of too like you were already implicated. Right. I do believe he did that. Right. And it's one of those things where people
1: underestimate the power of manipulators. And, And, and like that, that's the, that's the key thing here because a lot of these parents go, not me. Well, you've never dealt with a professional manipulator. Like, you've never dealt with that. People who have dealt with people that are manipulators that know how to twist and wind and, and maneuver and jump and get you to the point that anything they say is the truth if you've never dealt with anybody that knows those things and know what's the right thing to say to get you to do these certain things if you've never actually dealt with somebody like that it's really easy for you to go ah, nah, because you've never dealt with that But if you've dealt with that and you've came on the other side of that and you've been like, well, goddamn, I didn't realize it was that fucked up. But it takes you being on the outside of it to realize how fucked up it is. And like you say, they constantly keep you turning to where reality ain't reality and the reality is their reality because that's what they've told you and that's what you want to believe because of the manipulation. And it's really hard to get people to understand that he was a pro at this. Like, he, he, he wasn't so, some newcomer. This is some shit he had done for fucking decades. So don't think he was not really, really, really good at the job.
0: Yeah, uh, Aaliyah's parents to this day still would rather believe nothing happened between R. Kelly and Aaliyah than even despite all the evidence rather than to say, um, that he did that shit because the the stigma attached to Aaliyah that would happen um the stigma attached to them not being protective enough of their daughter um they would have to deal with that reality and so they instead they just deny 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 despite all the evidence and that's the kind of thing that helps predators as well the shame that's attached to that correct they use it on you now because now you're shamed um, this is going on way too long but just on the notion of his escalation and his criminality because he will use vile disgusting criminal nature of these acts as a way to trap his victims I can only imagine the things that girls now have had to do watching that one woman be physically traumatized re-entering that dark room I can't but expect it is far worse than what anyone could possibly ima- uh, imagine especially where do you go when raping little girls is how you started I don't know man I don't like I think The thing is i think a lot of the stuff was detailed um and i don't necessarily think it has to be quote unquote worse i don't think those girls that were in that documentary were holding back you know i think i've heard people like speculate these kind of like it's probably even worse than we think and i'm like i actually don't think it's worse than we think i think this is bad enough because because the documentary was giving them their own account and none of them went on social media because they did you know they have social media accounts none of them went and said they edited my comments or they why they leave all this they went into detail about exactly what he was doing in these abusive situations um so i i don't know i think it's already bad food denial um keeping people isolated physical abuse sexual abuse mental abuse um keeping people away from their families um forcing the one girl to cut her hair like i I think i think it's i think it's bad enough he just needs to be off the streets this is it um lala jen says hey rod and karen love everything about you guys i'm a new listener i've quickly become obsessed i just wanted to say i'm often surprised at how much i learned about black history in grade school my elementary did a lot of celebrate black to celebrate black history and the history of minorities in general We learned the terrors of slavery and celebrated the achievements of black folks in America. During Black History Month, we had a big production where kids picked a black historical figure and spoke about them during the school assembly. And later that night, during the school's black history fair, this was such a big deal and some kids even won trophies. I also know the words to lift every voice and sing because we sang it at every assembly. It's crazy to me that i was able to learn about slavery and the richness of black culture in white ass san diego but other kids are taught about happy slaves maybe it's because i went to a majority black school looking back i'm just thankful for this exposure it's definitely because you went to a majority black school probably also because it's in san diego uh and i know down here there's a little bit of fear because the proximity of blackness to whiteness down here is very different like um up north and other areas of the country white people it. are like we don't want black people close to us Mm-mm. we don't give a fuck how like you can be mayor of the fucking we'll city go how
1: high you go we yeah. don't give a
0: fuck about that right but down here it's like you li- you can live in my neighborhood but i don't want to see you being the manager at the plant that i work at you know like that like so that it's a little a bit, bit a car, different right anyway all that to say uh i think they also teach us this false narrative because we're closer to them and we don't have like just straight up black schools in that type of way like you know like we may have a black public school type of thing but it's not like the pg counties that i heard of or something like that where it's like oh, all these black people with some wealth and some some means going to school together it's like we'll put all the black people in a bad neighborhood in a bad school with bad teachers and not teach them shit so uh, P.S. I won second place for Rosa Parks. A year later in second grade, I won first place for my monologue on Harriet Tubman. Break of chains. All around bad bitch. First of her name. LOL. Yes, this is my only claim <laughs> to fame. Love you guys. Thanks, Lala Jen. Come on. Be proud of your first place mike mallory says hey rod and karen i think dr dre was tone deaf with his social media post about his daughter the public knows nothing about her gpa or qualifications to be accepted in the usc he could have just posted a pic and congratulated her in the caption and it would have been all good he messed up when he joked about no jail time because that made people think about the college admission scandal the initial conversation about that scandal was about how fucked up it was that rich people paid for their kids to get into school after that initial conversation, it moved on to how wealthy people can afford to buy favor by putting their name on a building with no need for secrecy and underhanded deals. Dr. Dre is one of those wealthy people with his name on a building. By serving, no, by saying no jail time, he made it about him and not his daughter's accomplishments. Bruh, you donated millions of dollars and your name is on the building. You don't get to flex on people who paid a bribe. If anything, the only flex you have is that your money was long enough to secure her admission publicly while those other celebs needed a middle name, middleman. By the way, I'm assuming that his daughter's qualified. My point is that Dre erased her and made it about him. Oh, well, I agree with all that, Mike. Um, but I think a lot of this is covered in his no jail time thing because even if he, even if she were to get in not on her met ma- on her own merits and because he was a donor he just wanted to flaunt that i didn't have to do that bribe that the way y'all did mm, it right. even if it was just about him flaunting his own material wealth which you know like i you've already covered is, is still kind of fucked up E V E says not that i feel sorry for the parents caught up in the college admission scandal all these rich people like dr dre bragging about their kids getting into colleges on their own are mad corny Maybe their kids did put in the work, but they can't deny that their kids also had access to the best schools, tutors, people who probably taught them how to take tests. They had money to experience the world, unlike a lot of disadvantaged people who have to work twice as hard. Russell Simmons' daughter recently did the same thing. It's great she got into Harvard and all that, but why brag about your achievement at dispense to someone else when you know good and and damn well you have advantages to get into those schools even if it is legal that others don't there's just something kind of obnoxious about that but i guess it's human nature um hmm. okay so i don't think i agree on that one Mm-mm. um mostly because your work is your work it is still something to be proud of to to get in there you know and i think it does it's definitely different from the bribe thing because those kids you know essentially it was whether they did the work or not i'm they just got you know their parents paid their way in but if russell simmons daughter studied hard and all that stuff and and she had some advantages in life i don't get why she wouldn't be proud to still get into these elite universities um where you're still not guaranteed injury, entry even with great grades there's a lot of people with great grades that don't get in and stuff um and those advantages that people have it's all relative we all have some form of privilege you know and so it's just where do you draw the line because a lot of people i think they see rich they see money and then they just they turn red and they're just like fuck everything about this person fuck everything they do and i mean i'm not one of those people really Mm -mm. um and if you're just born into a situation like that but you do achieve there's merit to that because for a lot of these kids they i mean as we've seen from the bribe kids they don't have to achieve you know they can or they can achieve differently i shouldn't say they don't have to achieve but you know you can go be a youtube makeup artist vlogger and kind of cat trade off of your parents fame and fortune and rich name and and quote unquote build your empire that way if you want to you can just ask your parents for money and be like fuck it y'all rich bail me out of my life you know um i'm gonna just wait for these motherfuckers to die and inherit all the money like you could do that kind of shit but um i think you know the work is the work and and individually you think about it on an individual basis right you are we all have social media accounts when you accomplish something you're proud of it because you did it and you know your work and your struggle you know what you did to make that happen i'm not going to be able to be like oh my god it's my 15th wedding anniversary i'm so happy to be with my wife i love her this is so great uh but i know a lot of people's wives died and Some people got divorced and they didn't make like at this point now it's not like that's just some fake altruistic performative bullshit if i'm proud of this accomplishment i'm proud of it if i'm proud of the tool i got into i'm proud of it as long as i earned it as long as i wasn't out here cheating you know hey i'm glad i had two parents i'm actually happy for that i'm thankful for uh, 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 uh never having to live on the streets i'm thankful for going to private schools and pri- and all that i'm thankful for all that stuff but i also had to do that work yeah. and i'm not saying this means you didn't work or my work was better than yours or no one else deserves credit for their work i'm simply proud of me me being proud of me should never make you feel bad about you that's and that's a big thing that happens it's like someone i heard someone say about instagram about how instagram is just about making people jealous and you know look at what i ate and you're not here look at what what, look at what the country i'm in and this beach and you're not here and look at this experience i'm having and i said you petty vindictive shallow motherfucker if you can't see your friends or somebody like having a good time and not make that shit about what you're not doing it's that's in you they like i know when i post a picture of some food i'm not like oh balling on these bitch ass niggas no the i'm the thing for my mind i'm like yo this shit was good i'm having a good time and this feed is about my fucking life if you don't like it you don't have to watch it you don't have to see it and the same thing for these kids like it's not their fault we're obsessed with celebrity to the point where we want to see their fucking kids like what school they got in it really shouldn't matter what school russell simmons uh daughter went to for most of us but if you following her on instagram and you're like oh cool she got in the blank like i don't see the harm in that i don't see like what's so bad about them having advantages in life that they utilize and took advantage of but also did the work like i can see if it was like i'm advantaged i didn't do any work ha 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 fuck y'all i I beat out all these people that did a lot of work I, i i can see that i really could like but i just find this to be a bit different that's all
1: yeah, and also the problem is the system itself. Like people are mad at the system, and the system actually has advantages to you being rich. And instead of being fuck the system, you shouldn't be allowed to just donate, and your ch- child kind of gets an advantage. That's the problem with the system, not a problem with the people who took advantage of a system that's in place. Yeah, and and, and 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 so that's why I think people are lashing because just because I'm rich, like you said, doesn't mean I didn't accomplish it, and it doesn't mean put like this i'm rich and i accomplished something my child goes to school i should be like fuck it don't put it on social media because the poor people gonna complain about that stupid and i don't mean poor like right now i I know what you mean you know it's it's, it's like the people who are upset about the scandal are also upset for the fact that i donated money to these schools they're just mad all around so anybody that's rich that comes out and their child says that they went to school people automatically think that you cheated to get there
0: but it's, it's also weird to be like following these people on social media at any point because all of this shit is them balling because that's their life you know what i mean it's like if dr dre says i bought a house are we gonna be like this nigga bought a house well you bought a house because this this and this advantage like nah and the thing is dr dre still a nigga from compton you know who has who has come up in his life and at one point he was a person we would have said was disadvantaged you get some money and now all of a sudden it's like fuck your whole story you was always just this piece of shit rich person i i, and I think it's just a thing that americans have with money it's why bernie sanders is able to keep talking about the one percent bernie sanders is fucking rich
1: yes he is but it's
0: easy it's e- but as long as you can be like it's these people are causing all the problems for everyone else that's a very simple way to look at this shit you know it's why people shitted it on oprah when people when the idea was floated she might run for president she didn't float that idea she never was on board for that but it didn't hurt that people started shitting on her immediately because she's wealthy as fuck and so people are like yeah fuck her feelings you don't get feelings when you're rich you're a bad person because you're rich i don't know what that magic number is because beyonce and jay-z rich too you know is it i guess it's if you like the person i don't know but when blue but, but when blue ivy is getting into some fucking college i know people not gonna keep the same energy of being like why the fuck is beyonce celebrating blue ivy going to college she went to private school her whole life like Mm -mm. it's just i guess as if you don't like the person or something because i i can't picture like what like like you said i don't know what what you're supposed to so then just don't post on social media you know i got into a good school um you know i i've i've done the work i've had the good grades i didn't give up i you know like just don't celebrate yourself because your father is rich right because my thing is that's the other alternative it's like it's like
1: come on now you is you know you can't have it both ways that's the alternative because nobody wants to question why am i mad i'm mad at the system i'm that's Mm -hmm. what i'm mad at i'm mad at the system not these individual people i'm pissed off at the system and me being pissed off at the system means that anybody that's rich that benefited from the system i'm going to take this frustration out on the system on them individually that's why people People turned on Dr. Dre, not because he said what he said, but because they were already mad about the fucked up system. And I these agree. people went around the system. So, so that's why I'm like, well, this is somebody who, their post wasn't, I donated money. Their their post wasn't anything like that. Their mm-hmm. post was like, hey, my baby got into school. They was like, fuck you, bitch.
0: What? Well, what? hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I need to clear up two different things. Because I'm not saying exactly what you're saying. I, she brought up Russell, uh, whatever his name is too, mm-hmm. uh, um, Russell Simmons. Correct. And I'm, I'm, I'm specifically talking about Russell Simmons and his daughter. I, I, I understand the Dr. Dre thing. Mm-hmm. Cause he took a shot at the people in the college scandal and people are like, but then you just did it a different way. But you know, unless you're going to post her grades now, you you really just made this about your, yourself and made a joke at these people's expense and now it's no longer about your daughter this post was never about your daughter correct um i i find that to be different in the russell simmons thing she said so that's the part i'm saying i disagree with Uh, the the dr drake thing i think is valid like you're right they are mad at the system and they're mad that he's rich and was able to use that system um and because college is scammed as a meritocracy obviously a lot of people are very upset by that I'm not arguing that. If, if that's fine. If you don't like Dr. Dre because he did that, I get it or whatever. Um, but the stuff where it's basically like Russell Simmons daughter, she, well, she had like a nice house and she had money and she went to private school. What was she supposed to do? Uh, I guess I got to drop out, go to a pol- like, I guess I shouldn't be proud. It's still an achievement. You can have all those advantages. Here's the point. You can have all those advantages that russell simmons daughter had and there's still people that had those advantages and didn't get into good college or didn't try or whatever so she did it Th- there's nothing wrong with her being proud of that it to me i find that different than dr dre she, unless unless i'm missing something that she was on her page being like uh you broke motherfuckers uh can't afford this school or or you know uh look at these bribes i ain't have to bribe nobody unless she was doing that because i maybe that's what it was and i didn't see it then i don't see how she's in the same context as dr dre i think dr dre is more he flaw he flossed on people and then he got the blowback from people being like well let's examine what you're really saying
1: and my thing is no it's not the same but the people that are mad at the system put them in the same category that's where i'm coming from you're rich. And because you're rich and you said something about your child going to school, regardless of what you said, yeah. I am mad. That's why I put them in the same category. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I feel you. I, I'm clarifying for myself. Mm-hmm. You you can feel that that's the same. I just want to clarify why I think it's different when people react to Dr. Dre that way than if you take a shot at Russell Simmons' daughter. I think Russell Simmons' daughter is kind of a different... Um, you know it's kind of like unless there's something she said like i said and, and this there right. i didn't see anything in this uh post that talked about something she specifically said or did but if she just was happy she got into a good school i i don't know what like what's where's the harm in that correct you know i just don't see Yeah, it. like i
1: said unless it's more to it that i don't know you know like i said my opinion is that these people have this anger at the system and anybody that says anything with any form of wealth that anger just lashes out at them regardless like they don't look at the situations as individuals they lump it up together not that i do that but the people that are 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 angry i think that they just lump everything together
0: yeah evie said that's kind of how i took what she said that's the problem for me what did she say like i really want to know what she said you know what i mean this is the time of year where people are finding out they got into those colleges right like did she say something shady i don't i mean let me know like i said i this seems like either i don't have enough information or or we just vehemently disagree about like that shit I, you know because there's always some level of of advantage that people have that's kind of one of the things about college that's kind of messed up in uh, in america it's yes, like, it is you're not really going to make it you're not going to everybody getting into college is not a hardship story Mm -mm. you know i'd actually say the vast majority of people getting into college are not a hardship story the only people that can celebrate getting into college are people that have like basically a hardship story then i don't know what's going to happen so yeah let me know if uh if she says something if not then i'm gonna just chalk this up to we gotta disagree uh did you learn about happy slaves in school yes i was taught this or no care no I wasn't taught about happy slaves in school right. really wouldn't taught that much about them at all alright um I I don't think I was taught about happy slaves but yeah it's like you said in school it was like a paragraph about slavery and that was it well, come on So yeah, but they got free. they was
1: on a boat that was about it they wouldn't yeah. you know they was do 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 do
0: do yeah I think it was more about when we went to like JSK Polk and stuff like that they would just not teach us about the fact that you know that this was slavery and therefore different than the white people that lived there like they, they were like this was the slave quarters and they would make cornmeal they wouldn't be like and they would get beat right there and this is where they got branded yeah, this is how they made live soap they chopped they chopped this guy's foot up foot off you know what i'm saying come on they hung in by the tree uh yeah did you so 20 but 21 percent of our audience did learn about happy slaves
1: wow
0: mm-hmm uh, 79% of our audience said no. Uh, we got some comments. Corey Brown says, I went to white grade schools and almost exclusively had white teachers to tell I went to FAMU for undergrad. I had multiple white teachers try to tell me and my classmates that mess, but my parents unapologetically instilled in me a deep desire to learn more about the struggle and accomplishments of black folk. So I was able to check a teacher or three when they tried to come with that mess. Lala Jen says, and hey, I don't be liking that. When you when you actually know
1: your shit, they be wanting to shut you down just because you're a child. You be like, that's not fact. And you know how
0: children is. They'll buck up like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Lala Jen says, hey, Rod and Karen. Love everything about you guys. I'm a new listener, and i quickly become obsessed. I just want to say I'm out to surprise by how much I learned about black history. Oh, okay. I think you, uh, yeah, she wrote this already. We read this in the review, so thank you. Thank you. Amon says, i think this is where the power of having black teachers or at least white teachers who actually care about the truth comes into play and i see i must have been very fortunate to have never been taught this whacked out version of history plus added bonus of having woke parents who taught us history and talked about history often with us in high school my ap high school history teacher um would get into heated arguments with the regular history teacher all the time about the civil war they were both white but the my ap teacher would get red in the face telling the other teacher that slavery was a major part of war then yelled at him saying you're a history teacher brian but i did (laughs)
1: because that's what makes you mad you go you're fucking a history teacher
0: right you're fucking these kids up with these lies but i did feel sorry for the kids in that dude's class i would too man because these are not facts right also you can feel good like how's that helping anybody man okay you feel good but you also out here lying like get out of here um pre- pre-game uh eight oh so 1868 was a free episode of pre-game 186 niggas only mm-hmm. um <laughs> just giving y'all a peek behind the paywall for y'all fucking freeloaders shout out to three guys on mm-hmm. um so that y'all can see like what kind of stuff goes on behind the paywall and what me and justin end up talking about and stuff um and uh we got comments on this one vertigo stark says listen to this friday because i ain't no freeload and had uh at the red house stuck in my head all weekend tuesday morning i'm in meetings humming at the red house thanks a lot you're welcome ct says if you haven't went premium already yeah, you have the means go ahead and pay for it i haven't listened even listened to the latest episodes because i'm listening to pregame and Balls Esports sports from 2014 and crying laughing it's worth every cent thank you ct Mm-hmm. But Mill 73 says i need to make a complaint to the blackout to his management you release niggas only on the regular feed shit I thought you kept all the good crack in the back room for us premium members. <laughs> anyway, I have the sudden urge to eat some chicken and buy a chair at a furniture store that's for black people and white people and Hispanic people, too. Come I'm on. Uh, the poll was, um, would you ever coach a kid sports team? Yes, no, or um, I already have, I think, what are the options? Karen? No. Nope. Mm-mm. All right.
1: Don't so, want to be bothered with other people, kids. I'm good. Because cause from what I hear, parents can be really ignorant when they come to their children. No matter how non-athletic their kids is, they think
0: they out supposed to be out there balling like they're the number one star. I am good. Well, that's a lot of pressure. Uh, yes, 18% of you guys would uh, coach a kids' sports team. 16% of you have already coached a kids' sports team. And 65% of you absolutely would not. I'm in that 65%.
1: Right. Your kid over here licking the
0: paint off the wall, but you talking about they supposed to be a star athlete. Get out my face. Uh and CT says, I have patience for one child. Mine. Yeah, cuz you have to write. Mhm. Can't blame you. Um we got episode 1869. Oops, clicked the wrong button. Hold on one second, everyone uh it was uh 1869 karen's krispy kreme (laughs) coonan she sold out for krispy kreme without even knowing if she had to i sure did sadly i just let you know it frank sad i mean that's what makes our show different than these other shows come on we're honest and transparent with the audience we sure are we won't lie to you and tell you things like we canceling krispy kreme when we secretly sliding up in krispy kreme no way i'm canceling the krispy kreme when oh, we're secretly hiding up in Chris Cream's DMs on the low, like, hey, you got any more of that crack?
1: Mm-hmm. I see you got that open, that uh, that, that uh, hot, fresh sign. I'll be there in a little bit.
0: It was only one comment from the hateful EVE who hates Henry and Russell Simmons' daughter, y'all. Keep in mind, <laughs> that's, that's a point for me. Russell Simmons' daughter ain't never did nothing to nobody. She hate her too. <laughs> right, if you keep a score, yeah, yeah you your team hate Henry. You might want to come reconsider. Uh, She says, Karen, I'm with you. I will be a coon for the Krispy Kremes. If Candace Owens opened up a Krispy Kreme franchise down the street from me, you best believe I will be up in there almost every morning. I would tap dance like Mr. Bojangles with the hot light when the hot light comes on. Come on. Y'all are some coons. Mm-hmm. I've been like that for years. I will get my Krispy Kreme respectfully at Candace Owens. Krispy Kreme shop with a hoodie and a hat on and some shades. Very incognito um and i will only go through the drive through at the at the latest of nights so that i ah! would not be recognized so I'm, I'm not a proud coon like y'all i'm a secret coon
1: go ahead and give me a dozen glaze mm,
0: that's not how i'll be ordering like welcome to christy can i help you let me get uh let me get three lemon field so you're gonna have to speak up they're
1: gonna tell you you got to speak up
0: let, let me get three lemon field hey i'm gonna just call in the order y'all got an app Y'all got an app. Can I just come to the window and they just probably talk to do. you? I just don't want, turn the cameras off. I don't want nobody ah, to see you. <laughs> cameras off! <laughs> they're gonna be recording me walking in the inside. They're gonna know I was in there. Sir, why you got, uh, why you have masking tape over your, uh, license plate? Don't worry about all that, okay? I just need, I just need three Lemonfield, two Custard, her, hey, hold, hold up, hold So here comes somebody. Hold on, just act like you don't know me and I just drive off. <laughs>
1: they're gonna be like she came in at eleven fifty two. she left at 1201
0: i'll be in there like when uh back when regular video stores existed and they had a porn section that's how oh, with
1: the with the sheet with
0: the curtains that's <laughs> how i would order my krispy kreme like that like with the shame of a man buying porn vhs's at, at the family vhs store right up the street okay like when your pastor come in that's how i'll be ordering <laughs> my <laughs>
1: You be driving around back.
0: I'm like, oh God, here he comes, here he comes. All right, just act like you don't know me. Oh, how did I get lost at this Krispy Kreme? I thought this was a Dunkin' Donuts. I'm so sorry. Uh, let me, I, oh, oh, hey, Reverend Jones. Yes. I gotta get out of here. Yeah, cause everybody run on Dunkin'. You, you know that. So I'm going to be running this way. The poll was easy. Should Jesse Smollett get his job back now? Yes. All the charges were dropped. No, he still did something. I don't care, and I don't watch Empire. Karen? I'm
1: the last one. I don't care, and I don't watch Empire.
0: Mm. Well, most people agree with you. 74% of my audience don't care, and don't watch Empire. Mm -mm. Shame on you black people. Y'all don't support black artists. Um, I'm also in that group. Uh, 18% 18 said, yes, all the charges were dropped, because they petty and uh, free OJ. And (laughs) (laughs) 8% said, no, he still did something shout out to the logical people he did still do something but that shit would have been funny they gave him his job back what what an awkward set he just showed back up on wednesday like hey (laughs) y'all
1: it's me jesse
0: what my character got in the script today um uh lastly we got our episode 1870 headed for trouble uh Walking dead recap firework says damn it rod and the little things that make this podcast a goat when you played i'll be missing you i almost fell out like them people going to the front of church for a blessing anywho this was an amazing episode i have a question for the panel which death you feel hurt more for queen carol her daughter back in season two or henry's shit i was shocked at some of those deaths Mm. you know i can't tell yet i'm gonna say i'm gonna predict that it's still her daughter's hmm but i think we're gonna see carol go through some serious grief and i, I won't be surprised if she doesn't do what y'all think she's gonna do and turn into like a a vengeance warrior she may just like fold this might be the last straw for carol i don't know whoo uh what do you think Karen? i think sophia because i i think that that one
1: you know, because that was her biological child. You know, yeah. Henry was kind of adopted, and she loved him. You know, basically raised him, but that was like her child, mm-hmm. and she went through a major e- emotional roller coaster. Man, that season two, she was like depressed the entire season, yeah. so you know it really impacted her. And I think that she's going to go through some things with Henry. I don't because the show was so unpredictable, and uh, so I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be she's going to come at peace with it and was like, hey, I'm going to fight the war or if she's going to be looking for revenge. One of the two is going to happen.
0: Yeah, the thing for me is Sophia was a kid and she was stupid um in a way and she never helped anybody like she was just a she was too too young to yeah she was really really know and so she died just because it was a crucial world and she didn't know any better correct um and like that's gotta hurt but henry was a noble soul that was old enough you know he put his life on the line to defend the principles that carl died for Mm -hmm. and the principles that the charter was built on and so yeah and i think I think in a way it'll hurt much differently than losing you know a child that's just too ignorant to know better
1: yeah and also i think with henry to piggyback on that she saw hope in him
0: right you know when uh
1: her and ezekiel was was there and you know he's like oh you're going on your first date with your little girlfriend and she was like i didn't even think that would." But you just said sounds impossible right you know and i think that he henry is part of the reason why it it almost brought some normalcy back into her life why she grew her hair out you know why she um is a lot more softer now you Mm. know because she's still hard carol but actually she's a lot softer than she used to be you know and i they 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 don't want hard care because they get hard care there's gonna be some problems
0: um he also says ps ride your zeke and eugene impression and karen's uh alpha impressions are to die for you deserve all the awards they just uh they just ain't fucking with y'all recaps thank you thank you we try Mm-hmm. classic r&b lover says hi rod and karen first great recap of the walking dead i hate all things zombie related and could never get past the pilot episode of the show i joined the show for jeffrey d morgan and then grew to love rick michonne carol carol and the gang uh the kang i'm oh, sorry this episode however was, has won me over and your podcast keep me aware informed, and foreign second your poll didn't include an option for me i was not a henry fan eve weekly rants were funny as hell though but i did not want to see carol and zeke hurt the way this death has it slash will hit them so his death doesn't make me happy especially hate that carol had to be among the people to find henry yep that's what eve wanted though this exact situation Lama Lama time says i have never seen an episode of walking dead and i only listen to your recaps and my god i am sad as fuck i cannot believe they killed that little boy henry also, Karen's impressed the of Alpha are so good that bit about redlining, I fell the fuck out. <laughs> EVE says, while you were playing this is for my homie in Henry's memory, I was playing Beyonce. Middle fingers up, raise them hands high, wave it to his face, tell him boy bye. Boy bye, I ain't thinking about you. Ha 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 ha. ha, ha. <laughs> A sociopath. Amani says Oh, happy day. That little nigga Henry finally dead. Celebrate good times. Come on. Even E, Eve, Hive, all day. We out, chill I know. She got on Hive going. Alpha really might be the best villain in the show has ever had. She doesn't want anything from our group. They don't know any weaknesses to exploit. She's just a force of nature, and Karen's impressions just make it even better but she still fucked up bringing murder carol back the queen gonna beat the brakes over her like storm against kalisto from the morlocks um and lastly turk says hi guys i've been in all this season's storytelling so many characters have had their stories come full cycle earl tried to kill maggot at the beginning of the season so i didn't like him now i'm worried that he will be an alcoholic again because tammy died so soon after losing their son yep mm-hmm. dj got to be a hero even though he started as one of negan's henchmen all because he got a second chance due to rick's mercy i wonder if negan will get a redemption story next i think he will i can see that henry never learned his lesson about impulsively helping people after he got hemmed up by jazz group running off without a plan trying to help someone something carl did several times i know that had to be extra traumatizing for carol since sophia got her ass chewed running off He never realized what he kept putting Carol through. It's interesting to see Judith doing the same thing to Michonne, even though she knew how sad it made her mom when she ran off with Jocelyn. Yep. Our girl Enid finally got to claim her own man instead of having some crazy fool claim her. I still hate Jesse's older son. Seeing Enid become a productive adult really makes me sad that we'll never see who Carl could have become. Tara made up for that horrible stuff she did with the governor i'm going to miss her tig old bit is the most peace turk yeah i will miss tara man um the it was it's funny because like i said the comic book had completely different deaths than the ones on the they had mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it was it was cool how to keep you on your toes but i will miss some of those characters man i didn't mean, i i didn't uh hate henry obviously um uh at least not anymore not since he was a kid i didn't hate henry this season um definitely i like tara i thought tara was stepping up mm-hmm. and i think that tara is like
1: i said it's gonna hit that group really hard because like this is literally the third person it's like every time you turn around you look up and your manager has changed you're like but well, god damn another new
0: manager about a turnover at hilltop in the mayor position uh gregory maggie tara jesus mm-hmm. i mean that's just a position of death right there right uh, are you finally happy now that Henry's dead? Yes, I'm part of the EVE Hive. No, I'm actually a good human being. Uh, 39% of you guys are part of the EVE Hive. And 62% of you are actually good human beings, which I really, really have a lot of respect for that 62% of the audience. That's what makes us go. Iman says, just because Henry got on my nerves and I didn't like him doesn't mean I wanted him dead. At least not like that. Poor Carol King Zeke, right? Man, I don't, I know Zeke took that shit hard right because the way he looked when she was
1: like i can't find him he was like the fuck you mean you can't find him he fuck around cut his dress off but yeah, i did is he cut his dress off and get bald or
0: boxes all over uh blue wave rider says i hope that hating ass Eve is happy did you notice that every child carol gets close to eventually dies yes can't wait for daryl and connie uh donnie to mix the biscuit. mm-hmm Go ahead and make it up in the name of Abraham. I bless y'all. Oh Lord. Uh all right, let's see if we had any voicemails. I don't remember if we did, to be honest. And don't remember checking. Um okay, so Friday we got a voicemail uh from this number. I'm not sure who it is. Let's see. Let me just give it a second. Seven oh four five five seven zero one eight six. Fucking fuck henry okay very classy of you all right short and sweet i did not know any uh E's voice was was so raspy like that but okay i don't think that would be i don't know i mean who else would do that
1: hey y'all this is courtney from Suggard, arkansas cold Nut. as i stay on itunes or whatever but just got done watching walking dead me and my guy right here and we all got our wish yes henry is dead that's all i wanted to say love <laughs> y'all bye even <laughs> it, making a half come out the woodworks
0: this is so sad really this is what we get from making jokes about people getting, getting hit with tires <laughs> coming out of the rest stop
1: they are coming out they was like i will not be shamed no more
0: it all came back to haunt us i thought we that cultivated a more classy audience than this. <laughs> nope. But uh, apparently, we we absolutely have not. So that's that's just, it's really, I feel responsible for y'all being this way. <laughs> uh, let's see, was anybody else left a voicemail? Okay, that's from Tuesday. I don't think that's one. And everything else is older than that. So I pretty much think we got everybody. All right, so we got some, the Henry people was very happy, apparently, um, sadly uh all right let's get to the emails and then we'll get up out of here um all right we got plenty of time uh just let those emails load you can email us the blackout tips at gmail. Um, com and uh leave your emails on your thoughts on the uh episodes of the week and we uh go in there and read them and let you know how we feel about them um as soon as gmail takes the sweet time to to load those bad boys we do um and also don't forget if you want to mail us anything um go to the com slash about and uh our mailing address is there and we also have a amazon wish list and all that mm-hmm. stuff so all right you had some very intense podcast this week this is from oh wait this is old one i think yeah okay this is oh yeah, my okay, bad, okay, so- bad, bad yeah that's okay. from eight days ago all right let me do one okay uh, so we got caught up in last week's yeah that's my fault i meant to delete that last week uh so our all right who is this who wrote this who wrote this Brooklyn shoe babe says random feedback disparity in education and college bribes all right sounds like it's gonna be deep and long that's what she said dear rod and justin you've been speaking about college bribery scandal and all the implications for various shows so i apologize for not placing this comment under appropriate episode i went to a pwi new york university it started in 1990 back then i didn't have a vocabulary to express the things that i experienced the respectability politics reinforced by black mentors i had through heo heop program which is higher education opportunity program probably pronounced hope maybe okay um uh, the microaggressions i faced from white students and perhaps white professors particularly the one white boy who told me during the first week of college that i only got to nyu because of affirmative action i couldn't really explain that it wasn't only because of affirmative action except that our unfortunate Semester when I was beleaguered by depression, and during my second year, I did my best to prove myself and everyone that I wasn't just there because I spent three semesters on the dean's list and graduated with 3.8 GPA. It felt good, but I still haven't shaken the feeling of being an imposter. I was born and currently live in New York City. Recently, they've been trying to change the high school admission processes to the highly competitive and academic specialized high school in which admission is based solely on how high you score on the s h s a t specialized high school standard okay um you could be smart as a whip logical and well read but not test well and you're rejected from these elite high schools the colleges are impressed with mayor de blasio and current school chancellor uh, and the current school chancellor. Wants to eliminate the test and just have the seats be open to the pub, to the top ten percent of students graduating from middle school, or saving a certain amount of seats for students who just missed the passing grade cut off of the SHSAT.
1: Yeah, because the, the 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 thing about that is that I happen to be a child that didn't test well, and a lot of brown people on a lot of these standardized tests we do not test well, and that and that and that's something that they don't. Do when they go, well, you have to pass these standardized tests. These standardized tests are linked to your your teacher's pay. These standardized tests are linked to how much funding the school system. Like, they're so rigid with these goddamn standardized tests when you be like, everything can't be based off of that.
0: hmm Um... It's been an uphill battle as current students and graduates of these schools, including their parents, believe it will diminish the reputation of the school and diminish the value of their degrees. Um, the schools, uh, the argument from the mayor is that the New York City schools are the most segregated schools in the country, and that for decades there hasn't been equitable education, so students who attend schools in poor, read mostly brown and black neighborhoods, are underprepared for the SAT. Um... Uh, including the ones who are in the top 10 percent of their middle school graduating class asian students who who are uh make up the majority of specialized high school admissions are boycotting the changes uh the doe wants to enact i'm still confused as to why uh if you believe you have such incredible talent and smarts why be afraid of competition uh well as a model minority man i think uh asian people enjoy something A little bit different than uh black people with that shit like Mm -hmm. when there's just there's just a total like sometimes asian people end up being in that white supremacy type of paradigm or at least adjacent to it um because white people tend to look at asian people as like better than them and a lot of times they look at their societies as as what they would like like yeah asian people they don't really have a lot of people that are um you know they don't really they they have a very homogeneous culture they don't have a lot of outsiders in their culture and shit like that, according you know to, to the stereotypes that white people believe about them and so in a lot of cases, they're like well they're it's okay if they get in they work hard they they deserve to be here um uh, not that white people don't still find themselves to be better than Asian people they, right they do they probably do mm-hmm. but 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 they do find them to be in a different category, so all that to be said when something discriminatory happens asian people are often the ones to be like uh we're for this discrimination because we feel that we benefit from it and we're entitled to those spots correct uh the college robbery scandal just reminds me that most of the time it's only access opportunity that is preventing a black person from being the greatest i'm not stupid i know this is done on purpose but it still stings every time it is proven thanks for letting me rant brooklyn shoe Babe. you're welcome i'll add one more thing too that i just keep reiterating and i cannot i cannot emphasize this enough um and i think people keep glossing over in their analysis of this stuff they didn't tell no black people the bribery people like one of the reasons i was not as troubled by dr dre's comment as a lot of people were was specifically because i said dr dre might could have been involved in that scandal if the scandal wasn't racist It might have caught up with a lot of black people. To be honest with you, I mean fifteen thousand dollars. I get my kid into some fucking great school. I can see a lot of people that don't want to pass that up. They didn't tell no black people about it because they racist. Right. Mm -mm -mm. Um. All right. Tristan says, "Hey, Rod and Karen." this is uh says feedback the last episode of walking dead was fire i think the reason i respected carl and judith more is because i thought they understood the implications of what they were doing more than henry lydia did need to be saved and they may have been able to do that with less casualties if they actually came up with a plan he was playing it by ear with no real world training like the rest of the group has he just man get the fuck out of here judith ain't got no real world planning and shit she out here letting Negan go and then him coming back. Get the fuck out of my face. What is wrong with y'all? Y'all niggas are liars. <laughs> Just say you like them more than hearing and leave it at that. It's not a lie. It's no rhyme or reason to the shit. They do the same shit. Come on, y'all. Good grief. I can't believe you would insult me by fixing your lips to write this long-ass lie. Them niggas be doing all kinds of fucking... Uh, Carl went behind his dad's back and started trying to save people. He did have no plan. Why he get bit then? That's how they got Sadiq. Right. And got bit. Was that in the plan? Come on. Y'all lying, man. Oh, God. I hate being lied to. It's, it's one of my triggers. He was playing it by ear with no real world training like the group has. He just seemed to be improvising. If they ran away, where would they go? How would they survive? Now everyone is in danger. As much as I feel for Carol, I'm treating her like I would Mary J hate to see you in pain but this is about to be good i know that makes me a horrible person um i remember i'm not naming the episode evie hive karen so you can just erase that i remember y'all talking about how the group was named the walker (laughs) her as if they were forces of nature in previous seasons um i remember thinking that they should figure out a way to take them out because that would be a problem in the future now they have to fight someone who can basically control nature lastly the one of one of the last episodes of game of thrones is when the snow starts to fall on king's landing when jamie left the last episode reminded me of that the beginning of the snowfall winter has come and they have to face the overwhelming force of undead by banding together I don't know if my eyes could roll harder at Chicago politician acting like he's like this miscarriage of justice is the reason for a strife in the city or Republicans lying about the results of a report people haven't read yet. Stacey Abrams continues to impress me with her ability to look these people in the eye and debunk truth eloquently. I haven't gotten to a place where watching people twist their lips to tell blatant lies doesn't bother me on some level. Well, that's what you just did with Judith and Carl acting like they different from Henry i know i need to get there this is a stopping anytime soon thanks for the episodes tristan thank you for listening thank you for writing in tristan thank you we appreciate you even though you did try to you did play me you tried to play me like i don't like i don't watch the show like i don't remember all the stupid shit carl and all these other people did in the name of saving people but okay uh we got two more that are still about the walking dead man that episode was good huh Mm -hmm. hello rod and karen just call me mo okay mo Started listening to you two about a year ago, and I have not been disappointed yet. Love the topics. Love the way you two interact with each other. I try to make this as brief as possible and not offend you in the process. Thank you, because Tristan did. <laughs> Ryan. you strike me as a highly intelligent, very insightful. As much as you cape for Henry, you missed the mark. Oh, well, here we go. He was not an empath with the vision of Bran to see into the future. What? Um, Bran? Is this Game of Thrones? hmm hmm all right let's see where you're going with this he was a virgin to be sacrificed for the keepers of the dead i do find it sad that all he was able to get from pp girl was a finger on his thigh near his stitches and a little kiss on the lips before he ran out to check on that pipe that might have burst didn't even get a chance to fill her up on the move uh in the movie so sad he had to go before he had a chance to come even sam got some game of thrones got some in game of thrones and i have yet to see him or her take a bath carl got shot lost the eye got bit here we got beat up stabbed a bit and got his head cut off i guess carl won i don't know carl died first and um carl also was definitely a virgin so he never even got his eyeball licked uh is it me or is this the season of the walking dead almost like game of thrones game of thrones has a night king I don't know what you got called the soldiers next to him and the White Walkers. aka iced out zombies. Cersei has the mountain, Daenerys has the dragons, Jon Snow was stabbed and didn't die. Arya's a badass. Jamie, Gray Worm. Walking Dead has Alpha, the Whisperers and the Walkers. Alpha has Betas. Jadis has the helicopters. Rick was stabbed and didn't die. Yes, rebar counts. Um, um Carol is a badass. Daryl Michonne uh i could go on but you get it plus in both series winners come a side note Masandi and connie hard emojis can both get it of course they can anyway that's it (laughs) now now i hope it wasn't too long look forward to hearing next week's recap by the way i'll gladly donate 50 cent to go along with that dime that eve will give you when uh give when you start to go fund me to give henry a proper burial set uh crying emojis maurice (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. and lastly bella says hey rod and my girl karen this season of walking dead has been so fucking good this season finale is gonna be bananas and i cannot wait if you guys need or want anyone to do the recap for the finale next wednesday let me know because i would love to be the guest for it it's been so long since i've been on uh it would be dope to come back and hear walking dead recap if y'all would have me i'm sorry we already got guests i'm so sorry bella i'm sorry uh we actually double booked too because i think it's justin and audrey so um uh can i just say alpha is terrifying and look i never thought i would have been so sad to see henry die because he was tap dancing on the edge of my last nerve but when they paying this walk ahead on the pike it hit me right in the gut all i kept saying is killer carol gonna kill everybody over that boy but i don't know man the walker horde boy yeah that's a lot of walkers man i don't know what they're gonna do to do i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do yeah and daryl is the only one that saw it so you know i'm pretty sure
1: he's gonna let everybody know
0: yeah unlike negan and them i felt like there was a way to beat negan it was just would rick and them decide to fight back and we spent we spent way too long with that question right that that should have been a one season series with negan our group is definitely fighting these motherfuckers back the question for me now is how the fuck do you beat what outfit and that big ass horde i don't know how you do it but good luck especially when they can be anywhere anywhere there's walkers they could be they could be watching you it's crazy anyway let me know if you have me if not either way i can't wait for the finale and your recap thanks adrian thank yep you. thank you for writing in and like i said man uh we already got double books so i'm sorry um uh, all right that's it guys thank you for listening thank you for all your feedback even eve's feedback we appreciate you uh, even though uh, you would uh. think you would think that we don't but we're tolerant people and just like henry i, I extend my hand in empathy uh. uh towards all of you guys um even if it's gonna cost me my head all right guys i will talk to y'all uh. later uh we appreciate y'all we should be back uh i don't know we'll be back soon uh we'll karen's back. birthday is this week yay um and uh what else was i thinking there was something else happening but uh karen's birthday is this week we still will definitely recap the walking dead but mm-hmm. you know we'll see you guys around on the internet and stuff all right until next time i love you i love you too Mwah.